Welcome to the Crazy Dre Podcast Show, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, this is your main man, aka Crazy Cracker, aka Andres Podcast, Crazy Dre Podcast Show, brought to you by Buzzsprout, Podbean, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all the other podcast forums out there who are having my podcast, love you guys, I love my listeners, I've got to a certain amount of people, or downloads actually, 750 going higher it's a little slow and sweet like mom butt but i'm okay with it gotta take my time you can laugh at that ron <laughs> it's okay it's okay my buddy here with me is ron ron and i go far back um we're not going to talk about sports we're going to talk about life in general what's going on with his life a lot of you folks out there are getting older out there we're getting a little older, older. uh so it's kind of turned into a little bit of everything podcast, Crazy Dre podcast show. I get it. You want me to talk about more and more about sports. However, everyone's doing a podcast about sports. I don't want to make it so boring that we have to talk about the same thing. I don't. I love ESPN. I love Fox Sports. I love all those guys. But I can only take so much of the watching or listening to ESPN uh, anything sports podcast because it's kind of like lingering of the same news, same stuff over and over again. I try to make it so that if I talk about sports, it's going to be the sports of the night or sports of the next day or what happened in the last past 24, 48 hours. But today we're going to talk about life, life in general, everywhere life. Ron had to go to a doctor's appointment yep. about a week and a half ago. And yeah, but well, actually, no. That was that was uh, that would have been two days or day before yesterday, as a matter of fact. Or no, that was yesterday. Yes, so that it was, was yesterday. Yes- yeah. Mm-hmm. So Ron uh, had to go to a doctor's appointment, and Ron has MD, and Ron has a, a muscular deficiency. Uh, it attacks the muscles. Uh, can't retain muscle. Uh, he's got to exercise as much as possible, retain it. Uh, sooner or later, he's going to probably be in a permanent, uh, what do you call it, wheelchair-bound electric yeah, yeah, vehicle, something yeah, like jank. So tell us how your appointment well, going, what so the anyway, appointment was. I have also with muscular dystrophy comes uh, cardiomyopathy, which is a heart disease, your muscle, because your heart is also a muscle. Um, and most patients like me will have, uh, they'll have cardiomyopathy, or like the valve is not closing properly or it's too slow or it's the muscle weakens okay so every three four months i go in and i get a echocardiogram which makes sure they take a picture of the heart they kind of rub this put this silicone stuff on you and they rub it across you and they can see inside basically just like when a gal goes in for you know her um, pregnancy same thing um anyway so they keep an eye on the heart and uh so i went in just like normal Everything had the gal check me out, um, and then she took the results and she had sent them to the doctor. So I'd been home about oh I don't know three or four hours, and the phone rings, and it's my cardiologist's office. And I'm like, okay, oh here's the results, great. Okay, I say hello. You get on the phone. She goes, hi, is this wrong? Whatever. And I said, yeah. And she goes, okay, well I'm calling about the uh, results to your cardio. I said, oh okay. And she goes, but now we've noticed a difference since last time. You, you, one of your valves is getting a little bit weaker, 
and the doctor would like to have you come and see him in his office so we can range either a, a catheterization or we could put you in, I can't remember what you called it, but it's a big tube they put you in. They put dye inside your veins and whatever in your heart, and they take a picture, which is not invasive. Otherwise, what they do is they cut a hole in your wrist or in your groin. Unfortunately, they don't have to do that. Um, and they put a tube in, and that puts a camera that goes way up into your heart, and they can take pictures, you know, do, you know, take measurements, whatever they got to do. And that's pretty invasive. So I'd probably rather do the tube, but it depends on what the cardiologist wants to do. Um, now, I won't be actually seeing my cardiologist, but his associate, who is a, is a kind of an expert, as it were, to hearts with cardiomyopathy or a heart surgeon. He repairs bad hearts, I guess it were. He's, I guess, pretty renowned from what they say. But anyway, I know I'm in good hands, but that right there is like, oh, shit, you know. Now what have I got? I, now it's getting worse. And I, I, I knew this was going to happen. I mean, I, I, there's no escaping it, but I didn't realize it was going to be this quick. And the worse it gets, the more medication you take, the more at your risk, you know, and, and that's hard to deal with. So it's, it's kind of, but I don't know exactly what's going on. So I'm, maybe I'm making a big deal out of it. Maybe I'm not, but it's one of those things where you, you have a condition and you worry about it. You know, I mean, with anything, you know, I mean, I try to eat right. I, I drink, of course, and I, I smoke weed, but I have a, you know, I, I don't go crazy with it. And if, if I do, I take a couple of days off. You know, I don't, I don't go crazy. I don't, well, put it this way. I don't party like I used to when I was 20s at all. That's even, that's gone. Well, now sometimes I'll get a little carried away. Like last night we were watching the game and we had a couple, you know, and that, that's fine. The Red Wings. Yeah, the Red Wings. And they How lost. How did that game go? Not good. It uh, they were playing. It was uh, the uh, Winnipeg. Winnipeg, yeah, Winnipeg, Winnipeg Jets, yeah. Winnipeg Jets. And right? the shots on goal were really close. I mean, either team, and they're playing hard. They're both playing real hard. There wasn't. Maybe there was one little scuffle, but there was no fights. It was a little scuffle. That was it. A little push shove. But other than that, yeah. But yeah, we lost. It was it was a bad game. But you can't win everything. So. So let's talk about your your uh, your health. Obviously, you knew that was going to happen, right. and your heart was going to get weaker. And the heart's a muscle, right? So if they're going to put, I think that I personally, I think they'll probably end up happening is they're just going to replace that outer, that uh, stain, the valve. Yeah, yeah. Just oh, put it on oh. The valve. oh, I'm sorry, I forgot to mention that also. Um, and. The gal, the nurse on the phone also mentioned that if they did have to do anything where they're doing the catheterization, they can install a stint. Now, this What's has a been, stint? a stint is like a little wire cage. Kind of looks like your microphone holder. It's a little thing with these wires in it. Okay. And what it does, it's like an umbrella. You put it in there and then you pop it open and it pops open in your vein. And basically, it's a basket to hold your vein open. It makes it wider. It makes it less chance oh. of collapsing. Or if you get a blood clot, it'll break that up. Because you get a blood clot in your heart, you're, oh, yeah, you're you might done. as well bend over and kiss your ass goodbye because it's, yeah. You, you can so. bend over and kiss your ass. <laughs> no, I can't. That's crazy. It's an expression. Wow. Holy <laughs> no, well, let's not get that. into that now. I don't want to see <laughs> no. that, but I, I'm going to no. take your wife's, uh, <laughs> no. I'm going to take your wife's, uh, 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 yeah, yeah. yeah, whatever your wife tells us, <clears throat> it must happen. But, right. But yeah, that's, that's something that, I don't I mean, like, Clearly, like I'm in my 40s, mm -hmm. and oh, you're I'm still on, young yet. Yeah. Well, I just put on heart medication. 
Oh, that's right. It, yeah, I forgot about of that. It, yeah. yeah, I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that mm-hmm. my father is in the hospital. Well, I was in the hospital. He's got leukemia as a cancer. Yeah. Uh, if he's fought it for four years, he's done. Well, when he first started, his heart wasn't heart strong enough to take the strong chemo. Right. So they had to give him a weaker chemo, and the weaker chemo right. doesn't. It does something. It maintains it or it controls mm-hmm. it, but it doesn't kill the, the it's bad main, blood It's maintenance drug, basically, right? Because yeah. my stepson's the same way. He has cancer, like a leukemia, but as long as he stays on the drug, he won't die. It's like people now with AIDS, they can they can live. They yeah. just take a certain medication, they can stay alive. So that's the same thing with that. And thank God for that. I mean, that's. I mean, yeah, you still have the cancer, but you're still alive. Yeah, you know, and it and and with cancer comes different little things too, especially if you have cancer and now you're paraplegic like my stepson is. So you get a lot of, he's got a lot of baggage with that, unfortunately. But he is still living. So, 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 it's kind of one of those things that we we were lucky enough to have my dad around. He's still around for another maybe three to five months, maybe at the most, maybe okay. a year at the most. But right. It's coming to a point where. Where the chemo isn't going to work out anymore. Right. It, it only goes but so what's far. Right? Going in, well, but what <clears throat> they do is they replace the white blood cells or the platelets and, the, and, and have a, 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 a blood transfusion every, wow. know, every three to five days. Wow. Well, I mean, it's that's, just leukemia is just yeah. bad, bad blood. Yeah. That's I mean, true. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it just taints your whole. Taints your blood. So he, got, he goes there at least twice a week. To do that, okay. so if you know someone that will, if you get, if you're willing to donate your blood, please do. It's, oh yeah, it's very yeah, helpful. To, yeah, uh, I really didn't ever think about that when I was younger as something happening, but right, my no, uncle is also right. has leukemia. No, I'm sorry, he's got, he's got. I think he's got lymphoma. Lymphoma, can't. yeah. Well, that's lymphoma what my cat. Yeah, around the, yeah, I think you're on the your lymph nodes in your lymph- they're in your neck on the sides your of your neck, yeah. And a lot of that <clears throat> has to do probably with smoking. But yeah, I think yeah, he also, yeah. like Mike, mm-hmm. Ron's friend, has some other form of yeah, a tumor in, in the chest. I'm talking about my uncle. Oh, okay. So, okay, okay. Yeah. So I I know he's got I think he's the third trans transmester of the what's it called? Uh, tri- oh the uh, the third um not trimester. That's that's pregnancy. Um, th- stage whatever. Stage, stage three okay, cancer. Stage three. Okay. Yep. So, but because right. he's young, sixty, I guess that's pretty young. Okay. They yep. think that he has a chance of being it. However, Good. he's just going to have to stop smoking. Yeah. But uh, the way they found out about it is that my uncle had problems swallowing a lot. Okay. Food. Yeah. Right. Kind of uh, tough. Yeah. Maybe the first couple times, maybe they thought he mm-hmm. he probably had a um. It flew or something. You know, you get those sore throats and all that. Right. But, you know, it's just one of those things that, you know, people really do get cancer. And, you know, you never think about getting cancer and all that. I had to take uh, a color guard test, which I thought was nonsense because my my PA a year ago told me I didn't have to do it until I was 50. And then I get this new doctor, which is... I, think I know, uh, you're right. Nosy. Yeah, new doctors are like, here, do this. Do that, yeah, do this. Right, right, yeah. And yeah, so basically, like, you told me to take poop in the box. So I poop in the box. Yeah. Came out negative. Good. No, I mean, that, that, you know, I'm it, very lucky that I'm 
Oh, absolutely right. Very lucky that yeah. I eat pretty healthy. I don't try yeah. to eat fast food. No, you do. Food. That's that's good. And you know, as I'm getting older, I just getting sick of that, um, that recovery time that you can't yeah, need. Yeah, right. That yeah. And you can't just sleep in. No, no I miss my twenties where you could call in sick. Oh yeah, yeah, I, I can't yeah, get yeah. Into it. Or you didn't yeah. want to work. Yeah, that's one yeah, thing about this, these kids today, though. I oh yeah, I, kids today, yeah. like they they look at you like work. What's that? Like, what am I, I going to? in for? Or if they're in a managerial position, they're like, well, I'm the manager, so I don't have to do that. Well, that's not true because I remember back in my day. The manager was usually, if worse came, if shit hit the fan, he'd roll his sleeves up and hop in. Oh, and yeah. most managers I had would do that without a, without even thinking about it, without even saying, well, that's not my job and I don't have to do that. No, that's what your job is. You're, you, you're part of the team. You're the team leader. So if you got to show an example, say, hey, here we go. I'm rolling up my sleeves. I'll help out here. I'll do orders. You do this. You do that. And in 99.9% of the time it works. But you're right. You don't get that nowadays. No, no. So, moving on. Should we move on from that point? Mm-hmm. Or do you want to linger and we'll talk uh, more about... We could cover one more thing about cancer now that we're on the subject. Um, okay. My neighbor, Mikey, has I just found out that he has uh, prostate cancer and lung cancer. Lung cancer. He's got um, stage three, right? Stage three lung cancer. Um, the prostate will probably... He didn't go into detail. I didn't really want him to talk anymore about it because it's kind of an upsetting thing but uh, uh, basically he's uh, if the stage three lung I don't know what's that's going to go on with that but as far as the prostate goes I think they detected early enough where they can beat that but it all depends we'll have to see we don't know yet um cancer is a funny thing because it raises his ugly head and things happen differently like you your dad at one time you said he thought this was it everybody come here we're we're right and then they find out no it's not which is good, but then you know it, and it, it so it really messes with you. And 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 uh, or it was actually, I'll yeah. go into it a little bit. Yeah. So about a month ago, he was on this antibiotic. Okay. And he was like this antibiotic gave him kind of hallucinations and all that. Yeah. Okay. And then he would say stuff. This is it. Where's my? Well, one of our sisters is so busy with her job. And right. She can't just drop everything. Now. Okay. Yeah. And she, sure. She's an hour and a half away from driving. Ah. Uh, okay. For okay. her job. So, unfortunately, they took him off that meds. Right. And now he's back to normal, but as normal as possible. Right. So, if you're out there smoking cigarettes or doing anything that's with that the chemicals yeah, that, have to be put yeah. into. Mm-hmm. The substance that you need or what you want, mm-hmm. you you're probably gonna want to second guess yourself. Yeah, right now, right, exactly. Now I could say the same thing about alcohol and all that, but mm-hmm. it's all about moderation. Right. But in really, <coughs> if you can stay away from nicotine, well, if you can stay away from the, the nicotine that's that's yes. that that's connected to yeah. to the f- uh, like Marble or Winston or. Any any cigarettes, not good that, no matter if it's light or out, menthol I mean. or whatever it is, it's not. And right. I'm still yeah. surprised to this day yeah. that I just, even though I was a social smoker at one, yeah, well, you have an occasional then. one now and then, but that's but I haven't you had know, one for you, a month and a half, right? Just because and, now so I'm just kind of yeah. like, there's no reason for me to me. keep having um, uh, kind of these strong buzzes. Yeah, right. Really strong 
positive. Well, it's like, like you're usually like you smoke. The only time I've seen you smoke is you usually had a couple beers, and that's the only time. Other than that, it's not all the time. But that you mentioned earlier about the nicotine, that's the main hard part because when I was taking Mike to his first test, I'll just give this an example. He had to quit nicotine for like almost 24 hours, and he was having a conniption fit. He was selling, he'd kill somebody for a cigarette. Now, that's the nicotine talking. And when you get on that nicotine, that's the hard part to get rid of, especially if you're a two-pack-a-day smoker. The more you smoke, the harder it is to quit, and I know this for a fact. I was not a very heavy smoker, but I did quit. But once I got that nicotine out of me, I was home free. That, it makes yeah. a big difference. And it's hard. It's really, and I'll say that over and over again, it's very hard to quit smoking, especially if you smoke more like Mike does. So, you know, I, kudos for him trying at least, you know. Yeah, kudos to Mike. Uh, I, I I hope things work out. For yeah, you. me too. Definitely. Um, what? Okay, so you want to talk about? Oh, what we should talk about is where you're going in December. Oh yeah, to uh, Pennsylvania. Yeah, we're gonna go to a, a muscular dystrophy symposium. I guess you'd call it. That's what they called it earlier, but that's basically what it is. And that will be on December first and. Uh, Philadelphia or somewhere in Pennsylvania. Philadelphia, I believe. Anyway, um, I could be wrong. Don't quote me on I that. But we're Pittsburgh. getting ready. Pittsburgh, that's it. Yes, sorry. My, pardon my... <laughs> I, yeah, I, that's Ron the capital of Philadelphia. Well, actually, my, my mother was born in Philadelphia. She really? And she lived in Philadelphia for maybe, well, I don't know, until she was four or five. And then they okay. moved to Michigan. So that's kind of so it's kind of like visiting my homeland, I guess it were, anyway. But, um, yeah, we're going to go there for uh, another uh, thing. We, of course, when you do this, you have to book motels. you got to plan ahead. you got to have money for gas. you got to, you know, and, and when you're disabled, it's a whole different outlook. It's a whole different series. You have a lot, millions and tons of things you have to do or make sure of, like the bed's going to be high enough or that they have the grab bars or do they have a towel or do they have a uh, shower chair or, you know, just little things like that. You got to make sure. So it's, it's kind of a big deal when you travel, especially to another state, you know, yeah. states. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. And the last one was very successful. I met a gentleman there or two. Um, I didn't get the other guy's address or, you know, uh, Facebook or whatever his uh, password or whatever. Um, but I did get uh, John's. Um, no last names here, but um, yeah, it, and I did this. I did call up John, left a message, and he called me back, and we had a great conversation. So we talked about an hour and a half. So, what the best thing apart I think is about the whole thing is meeting other people with something that you have, and you can you can get together and talk and compare notes and you know be friends, you know, go online, whatever. And so I'm, it, you try to build a community, and that's and uh, and I'll. There's another good, now this doesn't have anything to do with it, but the other day when I was getting in my van, sometimes I have to have somebody push me up the ramp. Oh, yeah. So the security guard, she came and she gave me a push. Bless her heart. Thank you, dear. Appreciate that. But anyway, um, and she was asking these questions. So I was able, I answered. I know it was taking her time, but I answered as many questions as I can because I figure if, if you can educate anybody and just when, answer all their questions, you know, and they're like, wow, this is cool. And this is now they're going to know. And then if someone talks or brings a subject up. Now they're going to repeat it. And they'll tell another. It's kind of word word of mouth. So I guess that's one way of doing it. Yeah. Yeah. I um, mean, but. yeah, it's pretty fascinating about helping you in your van. Mm -hmm. Because I, I love it. it's great. Yeah. I mean, you got lucky that you got a good van. 
I know, I know. And yeah, you are, yeah. And that well, fact it, that you can go anywhere without having your wife take you is exactly, yeah, is yeah, a that's blessing it, yeah. because now you mm-hmm. create your own independence. Yeah, and that's again, it's yeah. like you know, if you that's don't a have a vehicle, factor, yeah. you can't drive that vehicle because yeah. your legs didn't work no yeah. more. Because you fell down and your you femur yeah, broke, broke. My femur, yeah. and it messed up your whole leg system. Mm-hmm. You can take the you can take the car around. Yeah. So everything it was yeah. about when could my wife pick right. me up? When well, yeah, now? yeah, or when? Hey, Dre, can you pick me up? Hey, Dre, and, and it would be no problem. I, I I gave you money for gas, and you didn't mind doing it, but I had no choice because I didn't have the van yet. Now that I've got the van. Oh, we got a lot. We, now we can go out to breakfast. Uh, this morning, Dre and I hopped in the van, went out to breakfast, came yeah. back, and, yeah, parked and everything. So, yeah, you're right. It's, it's, it's a blessing, and it's also a very convenient thing that gives me a lot more freedom than yeah, I had before. Yeah. So, yeah, and uh, other people can enjoy it too. I mean, I mean, I, I feel like, you know, I feel like I still say that with your disability yeah. and my disability – are very different. Yeah, oh, yeah. Very now much, explain yes, this yeah. to people. That sometimes, based on the way I look, and the way I walk, and everything else with it, and sometimes I don't speak clearly or mispronounce yeah. words and all that, people generally will, will think or say that I'm not all there. Okay. Now, a lot of times... It's going to take a while for people to figure out that I'm, no, I wouldn't say smart, but I'm knowledgeable. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And what I say this is like, is that, is that I think for, for my situation, I just don't see a lot of people with cerebral palsy or stroke victims hanging out with each other. You know, that's something that I guess in some ways in my disability we don't have a social group because the social group is very vast from someone that's uh, yeah, that, non-verbal, non, I mean, if someone has a stroke so, or someone has a cerebral palsy, yeah. but they're... Uh, so you're or, saying that there's different types of cerebral palsy. There's some severe cases or there's a mild case like yours, for instance. Well, mine's more good? like a stroke. Okay, But all right. some but people assume that I had a cerebral palsy. Okay, But okay. it's more fascinating that... that that when I well, here's the thing. But people who have brain injury, based on their stroke or based on their cerebral palsy right, or yeah. whatever it is, your level of of uh, cognitive thinking is totally different. With with right. you with with MD, mm. you can find plenty of people with MD or MS yeah, that right. have, but have. They have the same type of the disease, but you can uh, communicate with them in a cognitive way of communication. Right. People with strokes and cerebral palsy, you're going to have a vast of different. Oh, yeah, different. So different a lot of times, people like me don't find other people with the same type of oh, knowledge yeah, right. or cognitive thinking. So you may, people may find you find someone like you a hundred times who are don't have a great cognitive thinking mm-hmm. or not or brainwave and, okay, then, yeah. and then when you meet someone like me you're like huh so I'm not quite smart like a 
doctor or nurse, but I'm not either. But I'm not. You know, I don't have my brain level. My brain wave is a lot higher than other people with some strokes or some form of sort of palsy. So, for us to get to to create a community, it's very very difficult because you don't know who is actually wants to talk about what. Because exactly. as, as you are, as if I was born with disability, you want to avoid all conversation about your disability. Mm-hmm. Now, there will come to a day in your life where, you, like this, we're talking about it or right. trying to find other people to talk about this situation or your or this, uh, my uh, disability or anyone's disability. It's helpful. Some people do AA. Some people do NA. Some people talk about uh, muscular deficit. Some people talk about the LBGTQ. Right, yeah. Some people make things up like the, anything that's not realistically cognitive way of saying things that is probably wrong. Right. You know, you could tell them about Touch base on trans or touch base on the fact that sports or someone that says, well, I am identified as a man, but I want to play women's sports or I'm identified right. as a woman, but okay. you're a man. I mean, there's, that in itself can be considered a disability. I don't know if it's actually a lifestyle or a lifestyle choice. Yeah, it, yeah. It, but, but, that, but those people still have that community. Right, yeah. Where, I mean, you're just not going to see a lot of people with a cerebral palsy get together and have an event together. Because unfortunately, when you put a lot of people who have cerebral palsy, it just makes us as a whole look Mm -hmm. like we're completely unable to function, which is a... Sad yeah. thing to say, yeah, but, but it's kind of no, true, though. I'll give you a good for instance. Um, I don't know if anybody's familiar with Josh Blue. He has cerebral palsy, and he's a comedian. And he's not the first one. There was a the gal back in the 70s, I think, that was a comedy comedian. And actually, he didn't do that good. But this guy used his disability and what he had to make people laugh, and it worked. It was great. Well, you know, it, and, and it some worked. people can use that their their disability as a tool to make people laugh and make fun of it in a joking way where he's making fun of himself and it's hilarious and just the way he is and the way he talks yeah and he's representing that and I think that's great I think that's and you can tell he's very independent he's very but people when they first see that oh, what what's this guy doing up he's embarrassing himself you know no he's being him He's and he's funny he's great so there's different levels of it, right? Like you said, well, there's, there's not a big levels. community. Yeah, so there's not a big community of it. But when there is, it's kind of a rarity, I guess it were, to, to be up there and be brave enough to go out with your disability on stage and make fun of yourself. I mean, well, that's, there's one that, thing that's, I would tell, There's one thing I would say, though, about Josh Blue. Mm-hmm. It works because he's married and has kids and he has... Right. And his, probably his wife at is was making the money of, of, for the family right until he became a successful comedian right. i'm not sure yeah. that's true or not but you know i haven't heard about him in a while but yeah, but go ahead. i mean i i will say this 
when I do make jokes, yeah. and I don't do it on podcasts because no, no. I think some people get offended if I say, yeah. your mom's got a nice little butt like the butt and toast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, some people are like, you know, what? Yeah. But the thing is, is like, he, I think he's very fortunate that, that he, oh, yeah. that, well, there's one thing that he does do. Like, he does really good of presenting himself. He makes fun of the idea of having super palsy. However, I think there are a lot of people out there with cerebral palsy who take him offensive to it because yeah, that's the I, only thing he talks about. Yeah. Well, I, and, he talks and, about I mean, can, his life and getting remarried and all that, but yeah. that's his general Well, that's ideology. his general, yeah, that's but what he's about. But the thing is, yeah. like, a lot of times, you know, I'm very serious at work. I do my job at the rehab center. Right. So when I'm with my when I'm talking to the patients, the nurses, or yep. the nurse techs, yeah, I'm as professional as possible. Oh, right. But yeah. when I'm not there, and I'm f- just farting around with you yeah, and right. Sean. Just, yeah. You'll get to see him outside. But a lot yeah, of times, a lot. I think a lot of people have a lot of things. A lot of people that super palsy or some brain. Uh, disability right you know it's tough you yeah. don't get oh, promoted yeah, right. you like for example i'll use myself yeah. an example at work so our management group right the the business that i work for finally gave us an annual income cost of living raise good great which is great yeah oh yeah that's however you deserve it they base my pay based on what they think that it's going to be. Uh, but now they now the new employees are going to get paid the same. Okay. So technically, I should still be more because I've been a longer, I'm under yeah, the, seniority, more dedicated yeah. employee. Been there, done so that. So all yeah. that stuff. Right. So that in itself, for, for this company to think that, well, we gave him a job. He's doing a good job. Mm-hmm. Uh we don't expect more out of him than what other people do. Right. And we're just going to base his income based on everyone uh, else's right. income yeah. instead of just saying, oh, he's been here for so, so many years. He does a real good job. And now we should give him more than what the new employees come in for. Correct. But that is something that I may even take up to to court with them. Yeah. Not to court, not to... Not, no, no, right. Not did, to city did, council. Right, yeah, all that, yeah. To take up with them like look i've been here for this many years mm-hmm. uh i come to work every day yep don't really get in trouble no and i stayed out i try to stay out yeah. of attendance is a key attendance too. And, That's, I, yeah. and i do a real good job yeah. yeah you do and they you know whether they're me like oh that's interesting um They'll probably say, "How much are you thinking?" And I'm, 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 I'm like, "Well, I'm, yeah. I probably should make at least two dollars more." Yeah. And I'm probably say, oh, "I should make." I would say it to my right. to everyone else, I "Should probably make nineteen dollars and forty six cents or sixty four cents right. because now they're hiring people for sixteen fifty something." Okay. Okay. So by doing <clears> that, <throat> I'm putting responsibility on them and for myself to actually be more represented for right. my. My ability to work, not my ability as a disabled person. Right. Because exactly. I think I think everyone out there is trying to find a job. Yeah. 
and know what their cost of living or what their cost, okay. what their worth is. Okay. Now, when I, now when I say that, what I really mean is that a lot of people don't stick up for themselves. That a lot of people right. like going to a job and going to get paid. And mm-hmm. Like recently, like like the Ford and GM finally went on strike. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's and, right. Yeah, you know, I really got to look into like, what happened because they made a deal with Ford, I think, but GM I still. Think, yeah. They're so still, they're, they're even talking about uh, raising the cost of living. Um, 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 they're hiking the, the pay rate for cost of living and all that. Correct. Yeah. And I didn't know what they're going to I don't know what they're going to do with the pension plan because that's what they're really fighting for. Oh, they yeah. Because you lose that. Yeah. Because yeah, well, they have, well, they haven't really had it there. But I don't don't quote me about that. Oh, but no. that's I don't know how much if any of what they got back if anything of the pension plan because okay. in the most recent years their yeah. pension plan hasn't really existed. Okay. So that's something like well and so and, yeah, that's something that right. the Ford and you know, other people on strikes UAW on strike are. Yeah. Going after they want to go after the the pension they want, stuff. They want pensions. Well, they want okay. at least know that oh, they work no, there. I get that, and and there's been places that, that I've known too that um, uh, Frigidaire was one. Um, and I we used to make parts of company, and we made parts for Frigidaire refrigerators in Greenville, and that was our bread and butter right there. That was a main thing, steel for it and everything, and and that's when the economy was good. But then, after a while, they pulled stakes and went to Mexico. And a lot of people that worked there for 30, 40 years lost their pensions. It was terrible. Yeah, that's guy in a parking lot. They were interviewing him, and he's in tears. What could he do? He got totally, sorry, pardon my French, but totally fucked. You know, and that's terrible. And and that's where that could, you know. So that's that, what, I, yeah, so right. that's what I I'm get talking it. about. I get it, I, yeah. So that's what I'm talking about when I talk about mm-hmm. the, uh, the, uh, the rehab center that, that, that I work for. Right. I get it. You know, mm-hmm. we all should get paid more, and we all should not have to do what dietitians do with calorie counts and all that. But that's a whole different, rapid story. But the fact that a lot of people, when I go back to uh, Josh Blue, is that we're all not. We can't all become comedians. No, and there's always a time yeah. and place to be funny. Josh Blue is fortunate to be able to go on stage, yeah. town to town, and talk about yeah. his yeah. life. But in reality. One thing that you'll get out of us that was not true is that that we're not funny all the time. No, that we don't no, need to be funny all the time. No. We sometimes I think what I'll do right. to make the light up the mood about my disability is I would make fun of myself in a way that's humorous. Right. But a lot of people tell me, or a lot of you know, I I once heard or read Bruce Lee's uh, quote. Don't ever make jokes about yourself because your body can hear you. Oh wow! So which is yeah, not that that's not actually that quote, but that's the okay. premise of that. Of, oh of, right, of yeah. That no, that means. makes sense. Sure. Yeah. So in some ways, it is somewhat true. It's like, am I really self uh, deprecating myself so that I self so I I. Instead of reaching goals or reaching something out there, am I really just talking about myself to make fun of myself to make myself feel better? But is it right. really make myself better or does it make it worse? That's everyone should laugh at themselves to a certain point. Well, yeah. You know, and they say that uh, 
humor is good for the soul. The laughing is actually healthy for your body. Uh, that's been a proven fact, which I think is fantastic. And we get our share, but you're right. You, looking back, you said that you, you have the serious side and then you have the joking side. And you can turn them on and off when you need to. You know, I mean, you don't, you can't really, you might be able to joke at work, but it's got to be a certain time. It can it, probably in the kitchen or when you're setting up a tray or something then, but you, you not in front well, of I patients, to, not in front yeah. of, I mean, if well, you're going to talk to a patient, patient you joke a little, that's fine too. That, that's fine. But like you said, you got your serious side and you got your, your funny side and most of your funny sides at home and, and not at work. But that, that's, I think that's with everything basically, you know, I, I get that. Um, Look, I just feel like, I feel like, in some ways, I'm happy that we don't have a group. In some ways, I'm happy as a disabled person. Yeah, right, yeah. I don't have that community because right. I, I don't want it to be like the 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 NCAAP. NCAAP, yeah, or eight, and NC the double, you, well, you know what we're talking about, the, sorry. The, no, it's the NC, no, the NC. What was it? The National Color Association of Black People. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, or something, something like that. that. The, like the that. WACP okay. Association with uh, the Black Community, mm -hmm. which is, in overall, it's a community key, a community that associates um, uh, uh, strength for the Black community. Right. Okay. It's supposed to be more. Uh, quoted for the black community to support each other, support anywhere else with it. But I'm also I'm glad I'm not part of the LGBTQ plus community either, because I think they are very complex about their rights, and they will yeah. fight within each other about what's not gay, what's not whatever. I mean, right, even yeah. they have problems with people who are. Right transgending because they think well you should be proud for about who you are and not change your sexuality just because right some form and shape like that i don't know how that argument right. really is and what it's not right because i'm not part of that group and i'm kind of no. glad i'm not and i you know what i'll be telling you too i'm glad i'm not part of any religious groups either because there's a yeah, lot of yeah, uh, because there's true, a lot yeah. of i mean there's a lot of problems with the you oh, know, the Judaism, Christianity, yeah, yeah. Islam, it's all just Hinduism, any any religion that you, even people with who are agnostics who don't believe in right. God but believe in a higher power, and there are yeah. people who get a lot of hate for being atheists. You know, and, and, and I get that, and and I know someone that's an atheist, and I'm not going to say who it is, but um, and they're fine with that, but they don't disregard or cut down other religions. I to me. You praise any way you want, whatever makes you comfortable, and that's your business, and that's if you're happy and that makes it for you, that's great. I think that's wonderful. Don't tell people they have to do this or this is the only way. That's not the way to do it, and I've been through this. I, My mother was a Jehovah's Witness, and I'm not going to get into detail, but it got pretty hairy. And so I'm the one where, like, you practice, if you're Hindu, if you're Buddhist, whatever, that's fine. And you, you can tell other people about it. You don't have to force. You can tell them and say how you feel and what you believe but you can't tell them this is it and you have to do this and you have to you don't do that everyone no. should study their own thing no one should force it down your throat no no that's why I, they call it freedom of religion you know i, I get well, that i, I mean you know, the, yeah our constitution is based on separating church from state exactly so this is exactly. why yeah. the constitution is primarily primary one of the important keys of our society right. and it's why 
our constitution is what makes different from the Israel constitution because they really don't have a constitution. Mm-hmm. That's why in that homeland of Arabics and homeland of the Jews and homeland of the of the Christians yeah. is so hard problem because they the 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 problem is that that land is based on uh, Judaism. Right. Uh, before Christ. Yeah. And the, in the scripture of the Torah, it says that people, that when that country becomes a, a land again uh-huh. of Israel, someday God or a prophet will show up and resurrect and save those who are good to good who within the Jewish community. Okay, yeah. But the thing is, like, land generally will transition to one thing to another and and I'm going to look into it more with uh, right. with this I following Ben Shapiro he's a Jewish uh, American conservative kind of guy but he explained it perfectly we'll get into like 40th minute of our podcast oh, so, yeah. so the problem based on what Ben Shapiro was saying is like overall the land is the land of Jews. Not ever. It was never a land of, of the Palestines. Right. And, and in in the old scripture, it was going to be the land of the Israelites again when it becomes a new, in a a state or a nation again. And one of the things that it has to happen, I think, in order to complete that, okay. is that the temple has to be rebuilt if it hasn't already been rebuilt. However. By my understanding, with that land, where, where, in the 1920, 19, it was an era of where after World War One, okay, when the British still held c- control of that country, okay, right, by under British rule, I guess, by the yeah, British rule, okay, yeah. by World War Two, uh-huh. they even shrunk it even more to divide it up, uh-huh. and after World War Two, it was became. A Israel state. Okay. So Ben Shapiro made it clear that it was never that the Palestinians were being kicked out. Right. It was that they could stay there as long as they wanted to, because right. under the Israel Constitution, right, they still would represent the people of Palestine. Uh, okay. However, uh, this group. Of Palestinians, I think it's called the Palestinian Authority. Yeah, I think I've heard of that. Yeah. And and well, let me open this up. I'm all, I'm opening up my notes, so it'll be going go here. So bear with me for a second. So uh, I got some notes here. So I gotta find where Ben Shapiro stuff. So here I'm reading about Ben Shapiro, and it was during it was during the yeah it was 1917. The British powers had the land hand the land back to uh, to the Jews. 
But by 1920, the Arabic attended the Jerusalem and killed all the Jews with a Jew's mandate. So what happens, the mandate wow. of the 19... I believe it was the 19... I believe it was the mandate of 1917. I can't. Okay. She didn't really quote this at all. But the problem was that that mandate that the British put on, on there is that there was, they said that they kicked out a bunch of Palestinians, but all their Arabic states around them, like Jordan, well, well, Jordan, oh, was, yeah, Jordan. well Jordan wasn't there yet, okay. but Egypt and Iran, which is old per, yeah. uh, Persia, mm-hmm. and then all those other countries who are Arabic right. or who are Muslim, mm-hmm. after that, Israel became a state, they wouldn't take their their Palestinians um, refugees. Oh, okay. So, part of the problem was that Israel never told them to leave. Right. They, they just changed the laws a little bit so that everyone could exist. But in reality, their Arabic uh, nations who were Muslims wouldn't accept the People that used to live in the West Banks and Gaza and that strip, uh, well, okay. in that area where it was right. before it became Israel State. Okay. Okay. I, I'm going to have to do a podcast on my own about this, and I will, yeah. and I will, yeah. pay, b- 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 no backtrack this, but, but the point of what I'm saying though is that, in some ways, I'm happy for myself that I'm not associated with. Anything that's not within my regions of of disagreement or agreement, right? Like for example, yeah. I don't yeah. ever like if I was married and my wife, she was a church person, I probably would have to go to church. Yeah. Even if I didn't want to go to church, because you have to yeah. do some stuff to respect your spouse. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But the point is that when you're married or you have kids or you have a social group. You yep, start right. to do things like that social group. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of one of those things I'm fortunate I don't have and I'm unfortunate I don't have. So it's two what, double whammies. Yeah. I should belong to a social group who supports people with cerebral palsy or strokes or any way of uh, being disabled or handicapped. Yeah, right. But in some ways I'm not, I'm completely happy that I don't because then I don't have to live up to their standards oh, right. of what of what they think is right and what they think is wrong. So gotcha. you can have, you can start a group and if that group has a base, but let's say five people disagree with that base yeah. ideology, right. then it's going to be an infriction between those ten people. Because as you can imagine, if there's five people that, that believe that disability people should do this, and five people that, that think that disability shouldn't do that or do more or not do more and do less, then you create yeah. an argument. Right. So yeah. you yeah. never have that right or wrong answer. You just, yeah. you always are wrong well, because you can't make no one happy. Right. So in some ways, I'm so happy that I don't belong to a group. Like, yeah. but like when I talk about this, these five myths that Ben Shapiro was talking about, yeah. it makes a lot more sense. Yeah. I like to excuse my misknowledge information that was about five minutes long bear with me but i mean in some ways you don't have to hang out with other people with disability 
You just hang out with people who are normal. But, I mean, it's 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 a little it's just a little well, different. You me. know, in in speaking of that, now I, well, I guess it belonged to a group, but I like the camaraderie of it because in my group, it's like we're all in this together. We all have a similar disability or whatever, and uh, we can talk about it, and get along, and it, and it and it builds a community, and and, and I like that, you know, and it, it there's no arguing here, but everybody's different, like you said, and some people want to belong to a group, some people would rather remain neutral, I guess it were, and you know. It, it depends on how involved you are with whatever group you're with. In other words, is that what you're saying? Because, um, uh, yeah, I, no, I, I, I can see your point too. And, uh, but I kind of like it. And it makes you feel good. There's a community that makes you feel well, proud. Like I, you're I, not the you only this. one, you know, you, you, you're not the only one on the planet with this. There's other people that have it too. And we're a group. We get, we're in this together. I guess as Red Green used to say, yeah, you know, whatever. But he said, but you know, the main thing is we're all in this together. And I'm like, okay, yeah. So that's kind of the way I look at it. Mike. So one but, thing I will tell you this is like, with your MD, when you go to uh, uh, conventions, yeah, you have like doctors and nurses and people talk yeah, right. about very smart, long words, yeah, uh, right, medical language mm-hmm. that you may not understand, but there'll be someone in your group that may understand whether he breaks down to you explain it to you right or you don't have to even try to listen to the big words and just have a community of people together hanging out getting phone calls uh, exchanging phone numbers and right yeah and yapping away yeah which is great yeah right and i would assume if i was trying harder yeah i would find other men and women with cerebral palsy right or stroke victims Right. But in reality, I mean, we're so different there, from any yeah, other disability. Yeah, it, it is. You're right. It, it, you're, you're your own, your own entity, basically. I guess you could say. Would be but in your case, because yeah. you guys all gonna end up in a wheelchair yeah. or electric wheelchairs, yeah. you have that common denominator. Right. Exactly. When people are cerebral palsy. I can be cerebral palsy, but I may not look so cerebral palsy exactly. unless you look right. at my left hand. Or a stroke victim, you may yeah. not look into my left hand. Or your the face scare- might be distorted because your you face could be distorted I've seen that too. too. Yep, in many cases, yeah. So, in like, like if you're really struggling about your your disability, I I I, I encourage you to email me at show at gmail. Definitely, let's hear from you. And Great. you know, I'm gonna be honest with you. I mean, life is tough. Oh, life is really right. tough. Yeah. And there's not a there's not a blueprint book for your life. No, just like there's a blueprint uh, book for most women who, because most women have their first periods of when they're twelve or thirteen or fourteen years old, but that blueprint will follow through for what most women will eighty five percent or ninety nine or ninety five percent women will will go through their life. With men, I mean, you just one day grew up with testosterone and then you. you you got somewhat pubes, and then you just have to be a man. I mean that, but the definition of what a man was in 1950 and what it is today oh, yeah, is relatively totally different. different. Yeah. But yes. you're still a man. Yeah, exactly. So, but when you're got a cerebral palsy or stroke or any type of disability, there's so many different expectations of you of what or 
or yeah or misconsumptions of you because there's other people who don't have it yeah and then they they don't know how to associate with you yeah and then then that becomes a huge kind of like mess like what's going on why can i not do this you know assumptions have a lot to do with it and i get that in my part too they assume hey um you're in a wheelchair so i'm gonna assume you can't have sex well no i can but when people assume something they think they know about it and they don't that's what really grinds me it's like it, all the people have to do is ask you know if don't be afraid to ask some people say hey, you know what and they're like walking on pins and needles they come up they're like oh i don't want to ask you this but i don't know it's gonna offend you i said yeah, just come out and fucking say it you know I'm fine. I'm not going to take advance. I I wish you would well, ask questions. Well, I think okay. I that's say. and I'll be more than happy to answer. It. That's why my things about communicating and educating people on what it is. Well, I think one thing that's a little different about you is that is that you didn't really start or know that you had MD. So no, I didn't. Being, I think being sexually uh, talking about sexually uh, active people, uh, able body, disabled body is a little yeah. different for you. Well, yeah, for people like like me, I think a lot of people like for me who are who look like we've always had a stroke or yeah, some right. some physical dis uh dis uh, dysfunction. Yeah, I would think that ninety percent of people just don't think that people like me should or even think about or do sex. Yeah, right. Yeah. So your right. your circumstances is a lot a lot different. Right. I think right. that's something that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like a lot of people who get into car wrecks and their let's say their legs don't work, yeah, but their upper crotch, yeah, right? It happens. The yeah. upper waist does work. Mm-hmm. I really don't think that's a question to act. They just have to go through the you know through the courses yeah. with their spouse and see what can right. and, well, what can they do to make themselves happier. But I think with the paraplegic have the beauty they have is their upper body is still good and they they can use their upper body. I mean, I've seen guys that can. Just it would blow your mind about what they can do because their upper bodies are still developed. See, with my upper body, it was okay at one time, but now it's starting to deteriorate. Where the paraplegic, you don't have any legs, but your upper body can be. My my stepson is, and his strength has increased twofold since he's been in that chair because he's always moving his arms. He's still functional that way, so that helps out. I mean, you can use your muscles in your arms. I can't really use my muscles that well in my arms. Yeah, so. I yeah. still can, but it's more difficult. So I get that. Yeah. But I really do think that a lot of times, like I, like I, I just, no, I really don't want to get into this a lot, a lot. Right. But I do think that, you know, because of my so-called way I walk and, and sometimes right. speak, a lot of times women will not see me as a as a mate because of that right. particular reason. Right. Nothing against that, just the no, way it is. No, so right. it, you gotta remember, if you do have a right. disability out there. If you find the right girl or the right guy, oh, I mean, yeah, I, I tell yeah. you the truth. You know, what I did in the past was I was so concerned about about what her friends and her family or what how I would get mocked if that girl yeah, was seeing oh, me yeah, or whatever. Yeah. That's something that I That's, tell people, man, if you are if you're if you want to be in a relationship with somebody and you're thinking about what if and all that, I would tell you go just go with the flow. Right. Yeah. Just go with the flow because you can't predict what the future can put into you. No, you can't. So you might as well. If a girl, you know what? I'm. T- I'm being honest with you. You start dating a girl, 
and everything's going shine and dandy and you meet the parents and then you beat their family right. and let's say it goes sour because she or somebody said in their family that they don't think that they'll be you're gonna be a good fit for the family you got yeah. two choices you can either fight for that girl or fight for the relationship if she chooses to fight and you can tell if she's gonna fight for you or not because she'll let you she'll subconsciously let you know within that time period of that of hearing those comments towards you so if she's if she just gradually dumps you and uh, out of nowhere you're not communicating with her you just saved yourself a lot of hassle yeah that's true and that's something I, i thought of that before i've heard people that would marry into the family and not that they were disabled but there was something not right. They didn't make enough money, and, and they got into the family, but the family was still kind of frictional. They would meet together, but there's always something that wasn't quite right. And once you get into that, it's it'd be hard to get out. And I, I think well, what you're I mean saying, the finances, you get, all yeah. that. I'm talking about, yeah, right. about divorce uh, and all that stuff. Yeah, I know. I'm but just I, saying, yeah. you got to be approved to fit in the family. And if you don't, and you still get in there, there's gonna be fr- friction all the time. Well, because you're not quite. Well, sometimes people just you know, get married anyways, and then who right, cares? Yeah. And who cares what the in-law says? Yeah, that's, that's so true. So if you're that person yeah. who doesn't okay. care about what the in-law say, and right. you're fine, if you don't ever see him besides yeah. Christmas and maybe one Thanksgiving yeah. every two true. years, yeah. then okay. who cares? But, I mean, I mean, you have to make that decision for yourself. Exactly. Unfortunately, right. I made the bad decisions of believing everybody who told me I should be this, I should be that, what I shouldn't do, what I, what I could do. Yep. I mean, I was told not to go to college, and I didn't go to college. Or maybe if I had more confidence in my education, maybe I would have gone to college. Yeah, not yeah, college is going to fix my problem, but I probably should have no. gone to school so I have a job, an office job, so I can make an extra $20,000 gotcha. a year. Right, yeah, me so too. That's I get deal. that, yeah. You're so, right. I mean, look, and look at me. I'm working at a place, walking in circles, asking patients what they want to eat, Half the time I'm doing dietitian works. Yeah. And a lot of dietitians says, no, you're not. Well, if I'm talking to the patient about why they can't have something to eat, mm-hmm. then I really am a dietitian. Exactly. And if you don't want to explain right. to them why they can't eat that and can't go in their room and pick up the calorie count and explain to them why they're on a diabetic or only a certain amount exactly. of calorie yep. counts, mm-hmm. then I'm doing your job. Mm-hmm. If I have to go around in circles to pick up those uh, to pick up those um, receipts and those orders for orders the, and all the that, breakfast, lunch, then I'm doing your job. Right. But I'm not getting paid for it. No. But I'm doing your job. Mm-hmm. So that's something that was, uh, that's what I was talking about right. earlier about the job stuff. Mm-hmm. So, so, but I tell people all the time, if you're born with disability and you have a cognitive thinking, you're pretty smart, I see a guy with cerebral palsy. I think he really does have cerebral palsy. He really wobbles around, but he's mm-hmm. a doctor. He's a yep. bone or a, a, an orthodontic oh, doctor. Orthopedic doctor. Orthopedic yeah, doctor. Yeah, okay. And he has a job, and he works as a doctor. He probably makes roughly over under $100,000 a year. Okay. So if you got the brain power to do it. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Right on. Be my guess. Yeah, sure. But That's, do yourself yeah, really a favor. Cool. Yeah. Don't listen to people. And don't let your anger or their stupidity mm-hmm. have you miss out an opportunity of moving up. Because exactly. that's what happened right to me. Yeah. 
I got too mad too many times that I have to work with management that is right. quite not smart enough to understand what I'm saying. Even if I make a good point, the fact that I made a good point to them and they right. didn't take it to word and then just blew me off, mm-hmm. that's what pissed me off. Right, gotcha. Yeah. If it made sense to yeah, them right. and they don't want to change the problem, it's on them. Exactly. But that's something that I had to understand. I have to let go. Mm-hmm. Just let it go. You can't let it go, then you yeah, know no, you're just gonna be running around in circles, basically. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I get it. it. Yeah. So, I'm gonna leave it at a positive note. It's just an over an hour. I'd like to thank everyone that listened to this podcast. I'd like to thank Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, any other podcast platform out there who's distributing my uh, stuff on their platform. Uh, Buzzsprout, appreciate it. Pod Green, Pod Bean. I want to try this live thing with sometime. Uh, peace, love. Thank you, Ron, for showing up. Hey, glad to be here, Dre. Almost okay, caught anytime. you, Sean, again. So it was it was a good time. Well, we're going to try. I'm going to try to do this podcast with Ron at least once a week. So we talk. So we regroup. About what's going on with our lives or our so-called situations, um, I'm going to probably do a podcast with Sean. And I'm going to try to do one with Sean every every week with Sean is going to be Thursday and Sunday nights. We have one right. out earlier this week. Check it out. I'm going to put Ron's episode probably. Mondays because I think it'd be good. Right, it's start out the week. Start right. the week yeah. because I want Great people idea. to hear it. Well, <coughs> I might do two of them. I might do a sports one with Sean and it'll be air on Monday morning and I have one out with Ron and talk about life. So if you're out there, you get bored, you're getting sick of those other podcasts, check this out, the Crazy Dre Podcast Show. Peace, love, enjoy the weather. It's going to get cold in Michigan the rest of the week. Burr, that's right. All right. Peace. See ya.